0: Everybody, this is Noisy Narratives, and um, this is Debbie, and I'm here along with Christy and Laura. And Christy's going to get a little bit further closer to the mic here and tell us in. how her uh, week is going, or you know what's percolating in her brain. Oh, you're stealing today. my word, huh? Percolating. <laughs> that's a good. Unless you want unless you want a synonym, you want to change that up a little bit. No, that's a good word. That's a good word. Okay. Um, it's funny because we're studying Elijah
1: right now. And so this morning I was reading more about Elijah. And if you haven't read the story of Elijah, it's really a good it is story. But then I was listening to somebody else talk about Elijah and how they talked about um, someone that's been abused. I don't think Priscilla Schreier talks about Elijah as one that's been abused or been in a bu- abusive relationship. So... I know that's
0: deep, but that's really what I was thinking about wow, all morning we were long. starting out
1: like, from know, the get-go. There's no
0: working into that conversation. No, it wasn't,
1: because I was thinking about it all morning. Yeah. It's been good.
0: Because it's heavy, and it does weigh on you when you consider that topic. Then. Well,
1: I think so often we want to take Bible stories and spin them to be yes, pleasant. so happy and so wonderful when you're going, that was horrible for him to have to live yes. through and deal with this horrible king that pretty much said, you're doing all this wrong stuff. And he's like, no, you are. You're the one worshiping Baal. So yeah. it was interesting to hear that perspective on Elijah, which I love a different perspective. And this one I kind of agree with. Because I've been struggling with Priscilla Schreier's view of kind of happy, mm-hmm. good. Not that it's not. But I was like, uh, I think we can acknowledge there is some yuckiness taking place here. Like he was depressed. And yeah. Uh-huh. After yeah. especially, bullied. yes, bullied. Big time bullied. You could almost, I think, even use the word abused Mm. and how he viewed thing and how he viewed things and what he did. And then going, God, why are you doing this to me? Like, I've been so obedient. I've been so faithful. And yet bad things just keep on happening. Bad, 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 bad. And so what's the other great thing about this situation is that it was bad, but God said, you don't even have to die. I'm just going to take you. Right. Mm-hmm. Like ultimately, in God did do amazing things for him, but he had to go through a lot of crap mm-hmm. anyway.
0: So but Elijah's a great story. So that is,
1: anyway, what about you? Well, how about your quiet
0: time or so your Bible you study like Well, <laughs> I was going to say what's interesting is um, speaking of kind of viewing books of the Bible differently in perspective as you age and grow up, I guess, mm-hmm. and your brain just keeps maturing, which is a gift from the Lord. And, you know, as it, even though I think there's some things that it's dematuring right now in my head, just because I'm getting mm-hmm. old, but, um, I'm going through Esther right now. Again, Oh, speaking of a different perspective, did you know that Martin Luther hated the book F- of Esther and he wanted it struck from the canon?
1: Oh, well, no, do you really want to go with Martin Luther? Cause right? he did not like <laughs> he women either. either.
0: That's true. He hate, he despised. Oh, but the whole, like the but book of Esther, did Catholic you know now. God is not mentioned once in the book of Esther? Oh no, yeah, I didn't know that. And mm-hmm. so I, I was like going, he's not the to only one, though, that not like. the one that a didn't like it. He's not the only one that didn't like it. There's a of people There's a lot didn't. of people yeah. that didn't. And so I was like, I need to do Esther again, because even I was listening to um, another pastor who was saying, he feels like a lot of people are comparing themselves to Daniel right now, like as far as believers being persecuted. Mm-hmm. And his whole thing is, I think we're all more like Esther. Mm. in imperfect, in a place where culturally we had become comfortable mm-hmm. and we're in a place where instead of being the perfect Daniel who kind of stands up, we're actually the the much more imperfect, not that Daniel was perfect, but just he's kind of a paragon a lot of times mm-hmm. to us. And um, there's a reason the book of Esther's been hard for a lot of people to kind of process well. Um, because it does stand out different as people who had kind of become comfortable in a culture that really was horrific as far as just it was secular, though. The king's like, hey, no, you know, I'm not going to pressure you as long as you believe I'm a god. You can believe in any other god you want mm-hmm. and be go ahead and, mm-hmm. you know, worship who you want. And people had become comfortable with that. And so when it comes Esther's time, I mean, she needs time to realize what that means to really Yep. be motivated to stand up for the Lord in a place where she honestly everybody had been comfortable being. Mm-hmm. And anyway, it was fascinating. It's just I've got a different perspective as I'm reading through that book of her. You know, because that's another story that when you're learning it as a kid. Oh. There's a very glamorous kind of yeah, like is. feel to it. Yeah. And you like uh-huh. really read it and you're going, okay, this beauty contest was horrible. Yeah, bachelorette. Like yes. Uh-huh. Like it was just Even the way theologians had talked about Vashti in the past, the queen who did Mm -hmm. not appear in front of it. Like there's a reason. Like she was actually very brave. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It wasn't that she wasn't wasn't that she was brave Mm -hmm. because what would have happened to her if she had turned up in front of the king probably would have been horrific. Mm -hmm. And so I just, you know, anyway, that's where I'm going. Speaking of. That's a good one. Depth and. Anytime you can open up the
1: Bible and find something new is
0: always good. Well, God just continues to speak to us, which I think is just awesome. But I mean, we're here with Laura, too. Laura, what about yeah, you? Yeah, and our What's listeners going? are listening to you, this you, um, a week, probably,
2: after a few mm-hmm. days after we're recording this. But you can jump on in to Elijah Bible Studies at yes. oh, yeah. Wednesday yeah. Wednesday mm-hmm. nights, like at 6 mm-hmm. and
0: uh, Friday morning, if you live local. Yeah, yeah, come on. We've got people shout out to like Dublin and Canada. And all kinds of places that are listening to us. No kidding. No kidding. Like, we got them all over. Shout out! You Dublin, know, San Canada. Francisco. There's quite a few in California. Keep on oh, listening to San bliming. Francisco. So yeah. i praying for you daily. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, we love y'all, wherever you are. Yeah. But dude. yeah, you can always study Elijah. So Any of them. We Bible have study them. is never closed. Uh, no. No, it's
1: just
2: amazing. It's mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. good. And you don't have to do the homework. You can show up and. Mm-hmm. Are you enjoying right? it? Get fed. War yeah. Is coming. I haven't read this week's yet because that's what happens is you have a, we have a in service. School day where the kids don't have school on Friday, so you feel like you have a little bit extra time to do do it, then you realize I I don't.
0: You don't. (laughs) There's not (laughs) as much time in my day as Thursday
2: night before
0: Uh Bible study. It happens, happens. and God can still teach me anyway. He does,
2: He blesses that anytime.
0: That's for sure.
2: So, um, we were talking about what happened yesterday. So, uh, as you're listening to this, it's um. A week, It would have been a week later that the shooting at Timberview High School happened. Um, in Arlington, Texas. Yes, Arlington, Texas, is. Mansfield ISD. Yes. That's right. It was a school about the exact same size as our schools here in Frisco, about 1,800, 1,700 kids. And um, I don't know. I just had some. It's, it's fresh as far as our trending um, topics here. It's fresh for us. So. Uh, I thought we'd kind of go around the horn and talk about that and our thoughts.
0: Yeah, what that means for our yeah, kids as
2: moms, and we have kids in school and
0: high schools and kiddos. So, and it was weighty. It was we were talking about it in our office just this morning, actually, too. And I don't know if y'all remember, but a couple of years ago it was right. It was 20, November twenty nineteen. Um, cause I was on sabbatical. So I was at somewhere in a small group study doing a discipleship kind of intensive. And, um, I got, I get a text, my phone sitting here, I get a text from my kids. I've got two in high school at the time saying, Hey mom, we're in lockdown in our rooms. Cause there's a shooter in the building. And that's what they're, mm. they're putting on the text. And I'm like, I mean, I froze. I don't know what to do. <laughs> we're in this group and people are talking. I mean, I, if I get up and leave, I'm interrupting this group and I'm looking and I'm like, okay, I had I'm not sure what to do. Like, and my husband comes on and he was great. I mean, he just, it was a family text. Um, the one mistake they made was including Bella, their middle school sister in it. So she's like, what? Like, she's freaking out. Mm-hmm. But my husband is like, okay, listen, we love you. Thank you for telling us. Pay attention to your teachers and what they're telling you. That's he was really like, nice. Yes. Pay attention to what's going on. Pay attention to... You know, the space you're in, so you can move when you need to, act when you need to. Um, You know, what are you guys doing right now? And they told him real quick. He said, okay, just, you know, but he was super calm. And, you know, and he texted me separately. He was like, honey, you okay? You know, this kind of thing. Well, I mean, that was just like 30 minutes, 45 minutes, because then they found out the gun that he was running around with was a BB gun. Mm -hmm. It just looked like a real gun. Mm And so, um, and so he ran out the school and out through a neighborhood, and they found him. So that was like thirty minutes, forty five minutes, mm-hmm. and eventually, of course, I got it from the group. I'm texting. I'm trying. We're just trying to figure out how to be, you know, wise and smart. But I mean, I can feel my heart mm-hmm. sure. great move just thinking about that right now. So I thought about just those parents yesterday mm-hmm. because for this, for us, it was like 30, 45 minutes mm-hmm. of our life, that little snapshot. But if you're at home waiting. You know this is going on in the school. The school's in lockdown. It's hours. Yeah. And you're waiting to hear from your kids. Mm -hmm. Or you're just here. Like, I don't know, as a parent, as a mom, that's really, really hard. When I first heard the news,
2: I I immediately thought something like Columbine or, you know, almost like a, a terrorist type attack. That's where my mind went first. And I very much appreciated the... I think it was the police chief or something who was talking about it. It was before they had apprehended him like he was still missing, I guess, or on the loose. But um, but the first thing he said was, I want to I want everyone to keep these families in your prayers. And the first thing he said was the suspect and his family. Oh, wow. And I thought. Thank you. Like That's a godly man he's right a there. kid too, you know. He, he's eighteen, right? He's eighteen. So mm-hmm. I don't technically not. A kid. But, but, but he but no, looks he's like a kid. he's
0: twelve. He's a kid. I mean, he looks like he is. He's a student. And let's be honest, eighteen still. Yeah, it's but still it was very just good to put that you know. into.
2: Like it's not. I mean, it's awful. It's an awful situation. But it's not yeah. just about the victims. It's also about this family mm-hmm. and this guy, who's Grandma. probably scared to death, and his life is done. Done. Yeah. I mean, and then when stuff started coming out about what had happened and you hear that he had been bullied at school mm-hmm. and he lived actually in a very like nice neighborhood and he wore nice clothes and he drove a nice car and he was bullied from um, his peers for sort of being, you know, bougie or whatever. And he got in fights a lot because they were bullying him. And so he gets mad and he... Brings a gun to school because he's defending himself. And so I don't know. It just sort of it's it's awful. It's so awful. That's why we're bringing it up. But I mean, it's sort of it's a different situation than some of the prior Mm -hmm. shootings that we've had at schools where someone has been like almost like a terrorist type attack or targeted didn't he say the school was not
1: targeted right it was it took place within the school right i think he used the word targeted which i appreciated that
2: yeah and i don't know how that plays out in like law where you know if you're if it's self-defense or whatever i mean it's still obviously there's a lot of wrong but
0: anyway it, it was a change in perspective for me Because I think a lot of the school shootings have been by people who have been bullied. Even the one at Lone Star that wasn't a school shooting, they were just afraid it was turning into that. It was a foster kid who had been messed with um, by a lot of other people. And then same thing with some of these other, like... I mean, I think the difference would be um, what happened at the elementary school, right? So, like where yeah. they, where the shooter picks the school yes, targets, and, yes, mm-hmm. targets the school. Just and just is horrible uh-huh. and almost mm-hmm. a satanic feel to it, to mm-hmm. where there's no rhyme or reason. They're just mm-hmm. um, doing something horrific. Um,
1: I think it goes to show how bullying, though, can affect your mind, I mean, your psyche. Like, sure. I mean, you got to get to a breaking point if no yeah. one's going to step in and be your advocate. If you don't have like a yeah. I think he lived with his grandma, right? Mm-hmm. I think feel like I heard that. But if you don't have someone in your corner helping you off the ledge every single day.
0: Yeah.
2: I saw a, a story point. from my hometown where uh, a kid was getting bullied and he fought back like he stood up. He didn't bring a gun, but he fought back with his fists mm-hmm. and his parents actually were. I'm sort of okay with that. I guess yeah. I don't know how else to say that, but like you're getting bullied and the school isn't doing anything. I mean, the school can say stop and don't do that mm-hmm. and be nice or whatever, but he, they weren't doing enough. And so he stood up for himself and his parents were like, stand up for yourself. And he got sent to, um, you know, the ISS alternative or something, the alternative school. And the parents were just like, but what happens to the, what mm-hmm. happens to the other kids? Yes. You know, nothing, they didn't get sent to the alternative school cause they weren't the one who started the fight. Well, because, and I think,
0: and that's where we have, we talk about emotional abuse. We talk about a lot of things domestically. We haven't gotten to the point where we figure out kids are hurting and abusing other kids all the time. It's not always physical. Sometimes it's emotional and mental and spiritual. Like you're hurting people.
1: With your words. With your
0: words. All that, when they, so that when they go, when they're trying to go to school, it's a horrible place to be. They have knots in their stomach constantly. There's high anxiety. And, um, I don't know what to do about that. Cause I think it's always been there, but I think kids were allowed to, in some ways, stand up for themselves before, but now they're not as much, but even then you hear stories. I mean, I know adults that have talked about how the bullying they encountered as kids still impacts them today as adults i mean and i would like to age. think that it's
2: better now i mean when i look at kate and will yeah, i sure. mean i would in i would some, too. in some ways yeah. i think it is better like yeah. they're not what do you mean better like the, like we know about it right the way that my parents described bullying in school or even some of the and i did i was I did, did it some too but um the way that they describe it when we were growing up is different from the way Kate and will, I don't know. Yeah. Social media is a different animal too. So yeah, it it's, it's getting, you're right. It happens there. But as far as in school, you know, she feel, they feel pretty safe. My kids feel pretty safe as far as the bullying.
0: Yeah. Brent, Brent, I mean, we've got too.
1: Friends though, that my kids have friends that their daughters feel like they get bullied by certain people. And they're like, she's mean. She calls me out on things.
0: She targets me for things. So, how do they, as a group, how do they handle that? Like, if the group knows or if their friends know. Well, I think it depends on your personality, right? Like, I've
1: got, my boys probably wouldn't say anything, but Brinley is like, leave her alone. Stop it. Mm -hmm. Not every day and not every time it happens, but she has been known to do that. Um, But I think that's hard because it does happen. And it happens on, like you said, social media. One girl sent a picture of the other girl's boyfriend. And like they were talking as though like they were flirting, and she posted all over, said, uh-huh, all over, and really was like, "Why would she do that?" And I said, "I don't. You t- you tell me, like let's walk through, let's figure this out." Because as an adult, I know why she's doing it. Yeah. But the fact that my daughter's like, "Why would somebody do that?" Yeah. Like, no, let's expose you to how mean some people can be. Yeah. Because of their insecurities, because of whatever reason it is, but it happens.
2: Will was just telling me yesterday, and I think it was a sports coach who was like, y'all need to, you know, if someone is calls your mama something, then you don't need to call their mama something. And he said, all of the kids in the class were like, yeah, we do. And the coach was like, wait a minute. And every single one of the kids were like, if someone says something mean to us, we're going to say something mean back. And then I was like, oh, How do you feel about that? Wow. And then I was like, wait, what about the, turn so how, the other So what cheek? is your
0: response to that? That's interesting. So what, how are you, you, you talking? Totally yeah, up? I
2: was, I, at first pretend. I was like, well, I'm, I like to do both sides anyway, a lot. But so, so since he was taking that side, I immediately went to, you know, let's talk about turning the other cheek. And w- I, I still remember preschool when, you know, I will be kind when others are mean. What about that? And he was like, well, that's not, that's not the way it works anymore. I mean, when people are mean, I have to stand up for myself and I have to be mean. I was like, this doesn't, it doesn't, but it doesn't work. It doesn't fix anything because
0: I think that's always been the case. I think our response, our baseline response, has always been to respond out of anger and equal meanness.
1: Well, I think it, it's I mean, a personality because some people aren't wired to respond that
0: way, and that's pro- that's true too. I think for some people, are. and then
2: you get stuck where if you don't respond that yeah. way, if you are doing sort of the the right thing and what we think of believers to do and being kind when others are mean, then sometimes you do get bullied. You do. And then well, what, and a an ad- grown adult, haven't
1: y'all responded poorly? In yes. yes like, absolutely. I going, oh, that's well, why it's yeah, more. Yeah, I've responded where I've been like, Oh, that's more gray than nice. But then there's times I'm like, do not respond with
0: meanness, sure. like walk away. And then away. you have to go, are we putting too much on our kids? Mm-hmm. Because we're <laughs> expecting them to respond in I a way adults then. have a hard time responding. Yes.
1: Yeah. In our house, when the kids were little, if they had an issue with a friend, I remember Greg telling them, listen, you go tell the teacher. Yeah. If the teacher doesn't do anything, you're more than welcome to do anything you want. Yeah. And we'll and back you like, up. Yes. And I was like, that's right. Because if the adult... Isn't your advocate isn't going to be like, hey, let's look at this.
2: Well, that's what happened with this kid in my hometown. And he's in alternative school now. And the bullies are still Mm -hmm. in regular school. And there was an update on that story where the mom said he's crying and he doesn't want to go to the alternative school. Because now that's a whole different situation. And he's
0: never been in that kind of situation before, probably.
2: Mm -hmm. And he's just like begging, like holding on to her legs, like don't make me go. And he's in high school. But Uh. the two kids that were really the ones who were bullying, they never technically started a fight or, you know,
0: did anything. So in that situation, if you have a kid who, like that, who now has, they felt like they had to stand up for themselves, nobody else was helping them, and they end up in alternative school. Um, I mean, if you pull them out and put them in online school or something, before they can go back to public school, do they still have to do alternative school? Like, are you stuck doing homeschool forever until they graduate? Or can you pull them out for a year and then take them back? I don't know if school districts are different, but this case, they have to kind of, they, they have, have to, to go do the alternative mm-hmm. school. And so they have to earn their way out mm-hmm. before they can get It's the back.
2: consequence. Yep.
0: Yikes. Mm-hmm.
2: Really? For a year? I would mm-hmm. think that
0: parents would pitch I
2: don't
1: know a fit how long. so bad
0: nowadays. She did. Like. She did. And it didn't get much further. No, it's, a, and I remember, I know cases, and it doesn't a mm-hmm. lot of times. It, it really the, doesn't. You were the one wow. who yeah. wasn't a Was gun physical. in this case, but you were the one who, yes. So I mean, I just – it is hard, though, because you have kids who are doing the best they can who get caught up in those kinds of systemic kind of mm-hmm. programmatic decision-making um, that, I mean, and they end up and that's a also, hor- uh, in alternative school, and that's a horrible place to be. Well, and you but. have kids, too, that seem
1: like they're always being bullied. Yeah.
0: Like, well, I would
1: agree. Like, And I'm not saying it's right or agree. wrong. There's just times that they pull the bully card almost – too mm-hmm. much. Oh really? Well, I'm like, you mean really like you, you mean
0: they're more sensitive, so you feel something. like they're not kids aren't meaning to pick on them. That's just the way they're taking Easy it. Target. Yes,
1: sometimes I'm going the other side on this yeah, conversation sure. because yeah. there are times that I'm like, do we have to use that word for this situation? <laughs> Or, you know is I mean?
2: just, or, or is it, it just more just, are it more just your hands are all day? Being kids. Yes. They're calling a spade a spade. Yeah.
0: Like, what? what's, I don't,
2: um, you kind of do cry a lot. Yes. So I'm just saying.
0: Yes. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yes. That's
0: a guy. Yeah. And exactly. I, And I think you've hit something on the head too, because that's a really hard place for teachers. Because yes. teachers are constantly having to navigate. Yeah. When is it the time for me to step in here? And is this a situation with bullying or is this a situation where, kids aren't going to respond the way you want all the time. So they're not always going to say the right thing. And so how can we teach you how to choose not to be offended? Mm -hmm. You know, and I think it's, it is hard. I mean, that's a hard Teach place somebody, for an let's educator. Go back to that statement, real fast. <laughs> Teach someone to not be offended. <laughs> to choose not to be offended.
1: I know, no, but yes. I mean, come on. Are we yes. in a world that should oh, be offended by yes, everything? everything. I would agree. I am you. offended that you just said that. Or I'm yeah. aff- why? Why are you offended? What did I do to offend again, you? Because again, adults enough. don't navigate that word that oh, well. Hello, kids. That's our, one of y'all said it. it's like your default.
0: Like, mm-hmm.
1: oh, I'm gonna lay this card down because I know I can. not no you're not
2: offended pick the card back up try it play it another time and personality plays in that too it's easy oh, for yes some of us not to get offended and some of us are a more emotional and sensitive than well don't you remember one time
1: there's a lady <laughs> there was a lady that was like i get so offended when people cuss and oh. i was like oh, really
0: you get offended when people cuss?" that's funny like that was fun. That was yeah. actually humorous to because me. It just means her ears hurt, her like brain yes. hurts, her soul hurts, and that's okay. Your soul can hurt, but to me, there's a difference between soul hurting and offense. Yeah, And those I was to like, me why are two are you different things. things. That's a good when point. Somebody yeah.
2: Cusses, but yeah. okay, good for you. Because think... they're not even cussing to be offensive sometimes. No. It's just a word to them. Yeah. yeah. So you don't need to take it as offensive. And right. it's not personal. Well, that, it's to not me personal. That choosing it. to be
0: offended should be, okay, you're striking at me personally. Yeah. And that's pretty rare, really, if you mm-hmm. come down if it comes yeah. if it comes down to it Especially where someone it comes strikes at you personally. Cussing. Yes, because yeah. you I gonna... just didn't know you could get offended because somebody cussed. I thought that was another one too, where I was like, Oh, well,
1: I'm gonna get offended now. People are cussing. This is great. <laughs>
0: She must not listen to any music Uh there's certain people i could never be around then if that was the case to be honest there's people in my life people shouldn't be around me
2: yeah (laughs) yes what if it accidentally
0: slips on the the highway on the highway that's right on those on ramps man they'll get you with the person oh my goodness i don't Uh so y'all do you guys do you let a word fly every once in a while when you're a car Oh, it's quiet. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like, what do you What's consider a bad time?
1: cuss word? Like, there's certain, there's levels. Like, we
2: don't ever say the f word. We say crap. The last time I'm not I really cusser Kate no. was like, "Just stop." She said, "You're so bad at it." She was like, "Cause you never do it." So when it's you, mom, when it doesn't, it, it just feels awkward. When she, you let that word fly, it just, it just feels stop. awkward. She's like, "You're just a horrible cusser and I hear, you know, some of their friends, it's just, it's just like words now, like they just do it. Like it's just yeah. words. And so every once in a while, and I try to, it's, um, no, it's
0: bad. It doesn't come across, I don't use them in the right context. I right. don't think. Well, context does matter. So yeah. like we were, so I grew up overseas in England and there was one time my, we'd only been there for a few months and, you know, bloody over there mm-hmm. is like saying the F word over here. Like oh. it's bad. Mm-hmm. And and so um my brother used to get nosebleeds. And so he, we're he all there and control. we're all at recess or whatever. We can, And my brother goes inside early because his nose starts bleeding. And that was like a no-no. You're not allowed to go inside early, but it's like gushing, right? So he's sitting around in a circle afterwards. And he's got, you know, he's taking care of things. And, and everybody come in Real from fast, recess. He has the two white things <laughs> stuck like up things his nose, both of his nostrils. I think it had gotten past that point. Because everybody's sitting in the circle, and the teacher heard he'd come in early. And so, I mean, there's a class of 20 kids. And she looks at him and goes, John, why did you come in from recess early? Like in her proper British accent. And you goes, can't do it. You live there. You should be able to do it. Now pro- I just sound Australian. I sound strange. <laughs> I can't quite do it anymore.
1: You lost your Mary Poppins. I know. I'd have
0: to listen to it for a little bit mm-hmm. first, and then I can pick it up quick. But um, he, she's like, why did you come in from re- from, you know, early? And it's not called recess. It was called something else. But and he said, because of my bloody nose. (laughs) She's the whole class. Apparently, she tells my mom the story afterwards. Luckily, she knew what John did. But the whole class just (gasps) like this, you know, and so so because it's like she cussed at the he cussed at the teacher. I mean, and then when we were over here, we came back. I was 16. I was in an algebra class. And over there in England, so erasers are called rubbers. I don't know oh, if y'all that's knew right. that. Yep. Yep. So I'm in algebra class, right? And we'd been over here a couple of weeks. And I remember clearly opening up my like binder and realizing I don't have um, any, like my eraser <laughs> mm-hmm. had broken off my pencil. And so we're working on our stuff and I lean over to the guy next to me and I said, Do you have a rubber I could borrow? You're 16? I'm 16. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. so
2: happy right he now. He can it. hardly stand up.
0: He is like, I as a matter get of fact, big? do you I have a, a rubber, rubber right? right like this? <laughs> and it got quiet because I wasn't, I, I talked, I had a decently loud voice just like I do now. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it, and, just this and the teacher again, super sweet. This was back and in the states. So, this was in the states. So I was sixteen. We had just come from England, and I'd lived in England for t- six years. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I my vocabulary was still pretty British. And um, yeah, do you have a rubber I can borrow? And it got quiet. Did for a he? Minute. Did he? Well, I'd prefer a flavored one. Do you want a colored
1: one? I got two packages. <laughs> Only when extra,
2: extra, extra
0: large <laughs> is all i <I've> got. <laughs> ribbed or not ribbed? exactly. <laughs> and so. Then I like I um I got I picked up on the silence and I'm like eraser eraser I'm
2: in an eraser <laughs> yeah, an eraser <laughs> and she had instant friends
0: <laughs> and then no I wish I'd had instant friends <laughs> there but I mean, no there was some culture shock going on that was mm-hmm. one of the many moments that mm-hmm. felt uncomfortable but context matters you know that's yes. just another demonstration.
2: Kate has a teacher
0: from Scotland. And I don't know if rubbish is...
2: Rubbish is is trash. It's trash. She says it all the time. Yeah, that's rubbish. Uh Especially when she talks about the English. She's like, English is rubbish. England is rubbish. Love
0: Scotland. (laughs) They're like. still mad. i think that Texans, They're a part of the UK. Yes, they I, want and a lot of them want to be separate. I, I had a Scottish teacher too. I had yes. several over there. But I think they they
2: can um agree with Texans. They like they, they like Texans. The, yes. They're, they're <laughs> Little bit they beat Feinstein. to the
0: beat to the um beat of their own drum. Walk mm-hmm. to the beat of their own drum. Um well, and so back to just kind of wrap up that conversation about what happened though this week. Um so so what do you fast. Are y'all yeah.
1: surprised that we don't have metal detectors? I heard that's been a big conversation. And I'm not surprised. I'm but not maybe surprised. it's because...
2: It, it doesn't happen much here. Yeah, that's is why. that why?
1: Oh, so people I just kept talked on to asking. somebody like, oh, I thought everybody had metal detectors. I thought... And I was like, no, high schools don't have... Yesterday, do I do talked to somebody that? who grew
2: up in L.A. County. And she was like, well, we all had metal yeah. detectors mm-hmm. in L.A. County. But that... Because we needed them. Mm -hmm. And I said, so how long did that take? And she was like, it took forever. You walk through. You empty your entire backpack. They search. They search. It's like the airport. It's like the airport. airport. I think this guy left and then came back. So I don't know how all that works. But um, but yeah, she said it took forever. And you had to be at school really early because you had to you were late. If you were even if you were in line, if you Mm -hmm. the bell rang, like you were late. But she was like, but the suburbs, you know, they didn't really. Neat. even inner in schools, inner city schools here in
0: Texas. Yeah, though, like Dallas. I don't like, think, Dallas, Dallas have I don't metal think detectors? they do.
2: At least think. not all. I don't. I don't think. I don't think many of them do. The I just thought it was surprising how many people video.
1: thought all of a sudden high schools have, have metal detectors. Yeah, and I was like, no, we don't have metal detectors. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you think that.
0: Well, and I'm not sure if someone is bent on mm-hmm. targeting a school. I'm mm-hmm. not sure how much they would help. Exactly. Aren't you just walking like in when everybody's there? And just, yeah, I don't. Well, the ones in L.A. I'm sure. It's, it's more gang related though, yeah. though. Yes, that's what she said so too. So because they're coming in with a target for an yeah. individual person, and that's, so she said I, gangs were yes, big. And but even in, when I taught in El Paso, gangs were big in the area I taught in. Um, but we didn't even have metal detectors.
2: I wonder if they do now.
0: They might. I guess I should look. But um, I don't know that there's big because they've worked really hard to get into those communities and help those communities in a way to make gangs. And I know they have in California too and in LA, but um i don't know i i feel like metal detectors are kind of on their way out almost in some mm-hmm. ways like would I feel you be like opposed we're...
1: to them or would you want like i find myself going i don't want my kids to have to go through a metal detector but my... then someone else is like but do you want your kids to come home safe i don't want to take like my flip-flops extreme.
2: off at the airport either i, I don't mean, want you to either So that's you. like you said <laughs> i if, can't stand that someone's going to do something Taking off your shoes, I'm not but sure. But you're talking is, to
0: me, an airport is a little different in the sense of you're talking about the fact that over time they've done research and they understand that there's ways to get things through. past security, to put them together on a plane. Okay. That will Thanks end up d- destroying exactly the, 9/11. that will destroy many, 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 many people at one time. And so but I think when it comes to schools, I'm not sure that that's what they're looking for. But again, Is that Are kind you opposed of to
1: them, or do you want them in your kid's school,
0: high school?
2: I mean, it's hard to. Say. I mean, if it took an extra 50 minutes, and I'd say I'm opposed to it. Mm-hmm. If it's easy, if it's easy to just walk through, because I think at football games we walk through them. We do. I well, guess now, what? not at the new stadium, we don't. You just walk right in. Oh, college. I was thinking college. Oh,
1: sorry, I was going to high school.
2: But but it's quick. Like, when yeah. I go to a football game, a college football game, it's quick. Like but you I'm thinking, walk through like, like sporting Airlines, events, you like,
0: Mavericks, American Air, all those, you all you walk through metal mm-hmm. detectors. Like, we went even to go see um, but they, they a can couple spend of shows money, down though, on. And I think once. that is the issue is can you make multiple entrances with multiple metal detectors to where it feels like kind of more of a fabric of what you do versus a huge inconvenience and something, not even just inconvenience, but it feels intrusive.
2: And then they just bring in some kind of, you bring in some kind of drug or something to drug people, and that doesn't get detected in the metal detector.
0: No. I feel like you, they would they just have drug dogs all the time, though, at, at high schools. High schools. Oh, so. Like, they're, I mean, they're, they're constantly doing sweeps. I, mean, I just heard, too, me. they had a big drug bust
1: over at one of the new high schools in town. The other
0: day. Or they bring vodka in a water bottle. Oh, I remember yeah. when that happened. Oh, god, yeah, That doesn't get detected. No. no. And I think that happens often. Happens I think that happens quite a bit more more than we think. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I, I just... There's not... I feel like for our how There's a fine line between keeping our kids safe mm-hmm. and scaring them so badly mm-hmm. that anxiety is now a danger to them more than anything else. It really is. And we are, like, on a fine line of that because... Um, anxiety they're saying the counselors i'm talking to are saying that pretty much 85 percent of our kids have significant anxiety issues that's so a big sad. number it's huge that's eight
2: and a half out of 10. my kids are like you don't know what i'm going through yeah, and i, I want mean, to be like is it really changed that much because i mean high school wasn't that fun but i wouldn't i
0: think now they just can't get away stressed. with it because
2: they carry it around with them everywhere
0: so we could come home and it's like if someone's bullying us they're not We're not hearing from them. You know, Mm -hmm. you have a break from it. You're not seeing them. But now you're playing all these text messages. You're rereading them in your mind. You're looking at social media. So then how can we as parents like help alleviate
2: that? Like, do we need to just have an environment that, you know, feels fun and safe but then sometimes we miss out on that. Well, there's sometimes we have to parent, and I want this to be serious. And then they're like, no, don't get serious with me. I'm just stressed. This is so much. And they're all serious with me at school. You know, yes. like, how can we? That's true. Because well, we have to sometimes be
0: parents and have discipline and these kinds of things. But. And the answer, quite frankly, is not to tell them they're not allowed to have a phone. Oh, come on. That's the best answer. <laughs> Wait, don't tell them that not mm. I don't think that's the answer. No, it's I think that's answer. low-hanging fruit that we go to because it feels easy, but it's... You do need to limit their time on their and phone, And you need to watch though, it. You need to have like conversations and watch it. But the the answer is not to cut them off. And now, now with teenagers, not having a phone feels like isolating, isolating yeah like they're mm-hmm. isolated i don't feel like many parents do that though no i know some i've talked to some because I mean, their kids act out and what happens is their kids act out their kids end up acting of course out they do because they're bitter yeah. and they're angry yeah and, and so they feel isolated and they feel and isolated the worst feeling in the world is to feel isolated because they can't connect that's how their friends are connecting that's how they're having conversations how they're setting up times yeah. to be together it's how they're making plans. I did
2: take Will's phone away for, for a few days, um, somewhat recently, and I just now that I get
0: taking it away for a while, I get okay. that makes sense. Wait, well then, what, what, what did you just say? I mean, saying they can't have one at all, like you don't even buy oh, one. Oh, because okay. what I, but I mean. was thinking, okay. take it away. Oh no, no, no. Oh, okay,
2: and oh, I, God. I just respond. I said I will talk to all your friends. That was really worse than taking the phone away.
0: <laughs> it's like what you yep. had to go through. Yes.
2: No, no, me <laughs> talking to his friends. He didn't want. Oh. So I was like, oh, this is beautiful. I just found something That's that like with you so I was like um, Dawson I'm not going to be able to come to meet you at the basketball courts today, you know, and I'm just talking to his friends. And he's like, please stop. And I was like, like, oh, your my mom
1: God, texting. that he said, yes. you're texting like a
2: mom? And yeah. you're like, well, I am. <laughs> are oh, you so using you appropriate go. punctuation? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that, he hates that, too. Yes. I was like, I'm capitalizing and using my comments. And I'm using a period at um, the yes. end. And, and, hate and that. I'm going to do your streaks, whatever that is on Snapchat. Oh, gosh. I'm going to do your out. streaks. And so then I'm taking a picture of my face, you know, <laughs> yeah. and sending it to his people. That, that was better That's than that good, just like, genius. That is yeah. good right there. Genius. It was great. So all you people genius. just, you don't have to do so much, take the phone away, but just, just be the intermediate, yeah. be in the middle yeah. for a while. Yeah, start mm-hmm. answering their streaks. Oh my goodness. And that's I made her write a paper. So that was fun too.
1: <laughs> that was, that was a good paper too. It was a good paper. I've made mine write a couple papers before, not mm-hmm.
2: the extent that you
1: did. So she made, tell him what the paper was about.
2: Are was, you, I think it was about lying. It was one of the lying times. He has some lying things that happen. But then how many times do you have to write it? Oh, well, several times, because, you know, you always make a rough draft, you know, a couple of rough he, drafts. Did you make a final. final? Yes. He, I, yes. You had a bullet point thing. You kind of got to, you know, <laughs> lay out your ideas yeah. and, and then write it. And it was real frustrating. And, and then I, he brought it to me. I said like, it's a good start. And wait, he was wait. Like, and oh. he, this is when he wrote it hand, right? And then you were like, I You're can't gonna, read it. I can't you need read. to type it. Yeah. I did have to make it. I couldn't read his writing. So <laughs> well, and it.
0: It. it is true. You cannot read these kids writing anymore. Yeah. Well, the girls I can read. My girls I could read, but my... Boy, son. I mean, oh my lance It's terrible. Yeah, I mean, and it doesn't get better as they age either. It just stays terrible. They need a um what do we? How's the appropriate way to say it? They need an executive
2: assistant. Can we say that now or no? They just need a computer. They need a computer. I they
0: need a computer.
2: They need a bloody though, assistant.
0: But what about the social?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what about the idea though of like social media? Like we. Go back to how do you help this problem Mm -hmm. if somebody is being bullied in that area? But like social media doesn't help us. They send something and it goes Mm -hmm. away. Like that really, like Snapchat. I don't. That's just Snapchat, but a lot of them it doesn't unless you erase it all. No, but they're going to communicate where it goes away. So if your kid's being bullied, yeah. Oh, totally. That Mm -hmm. bully is Mm -hmm. smart. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. a smart cookie right there. So he Mm -hmm. or she is going to communicate to where it goes away. So then. I don't know. It's just thinking through how do you have this conversation and then make allow your kid to feel comfortable coming to you but, and not feeling ashamed, mm-hmm. not feeling and embarrassed because that's, that's hard to that's even hard lay to the groundwork yes. mm-hmm. for your kid to feel comfortable doing that at any point. With
0: anything, And you're talking about something that's real obvious in the sense of this person's going to be smart. I'm picking on this person. It's very overt. So I'm going to send something and then it'll go away so they can either get a screenshot of it or not fast enough. I feel like there's a lot of subtlety though, to the social media bullying that happens between girls, especially on like Instagram and stuff like that. It could be things like taking a picture and posting it when they don't look their best. Oh, yeah. oh, you know what i'm so, saying yes and saying something like clever but there's an underlying oh, yes. to it kate will say she did me dirty yeah, yeah that kind of thing that i feel like adds to like for boys i i think it's interesting that for example we're talking about the school shooting those are boys mm-hmm. they're boys because mm-hmm. i feel like their bullying issues are much more did overt, you watch the fight physical the no i didn't did you end up watching it? Mm-hmm. Oh, because I he got in the fight gross. and then mm-hmm. he left, right? And then came back. Oh. I don't understand. He got in the fight oh. and then left and come back. That fight back. was brutal. And then you hear he the teachers the screaming, the screaming yeah. in the background. I need
1: she help. She was pregnant. I, oh, my gosh. Really? Mm-hmm. To be a te- That's the other thing. What about teachers mm-hmm. dealing with this? Yeah, she, That's I why she wasn't
2: getting, trying to get in the middle well, of it. Well, you're
1: not allowed but how to. Is he you're not allowed to anymore. So if you're... So when yeah. I was subbing up at Staley, if there was a fight, teachers were not allowed. You had to get on the radio and mm-hmm. ask for whoever that person
0: was. Right. They had crisis I need help people. And they have, they have and a that crisis person to come get involved. I don't yes. think you're allowed to leave school, but I think he just left. <laughs> well, my so like school all the time. My mm-hmm. question though is, so you have your crisis team that's brought in, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there were two there already. So he must not so brought so, in is is on staff uh, like it's on an on AP campus. Or a campus. Exactly. counselor. The ones on campus, the ones that are trained. They call. They come in. That was forever. So then. He leaves, though, because they can't keep him there, I guess. They're not able to contain. And then when he he doesn't even cool down in the time that it takes him to do, go well, get the gun the and come back. Well, yeah. he left, right? I, 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 heard I, heard he he left I haven't, even read, it. I haven't I read it all. But um So I think that's the other thing, too, is how do we address something like that significant happens? Mm-hmm. I mean, because teachers can't get in the middle of mm-hmm. all that. We can't, like... Especially no, high schoolers. If the kid was able to leave, doesn't
1: that kind of go to... <laughs> the school should have had him on lockdown. Totally. But sooner than... Or the did. school... the how did he how oh, did he they, get they didn't in. know they didn't know yet i don't think that's that, what it was they didn't know the fight had happened mm-hmm. well the is fight that it happens that's
2: probably what it was it wasn't a It must not have been on lock lockout or whatever they call lockdown. it even when he came back in because he wouldn't have been able to get in if it was
0: and so then that goes to my other thing i think the issue with us is it's not as much metal detectors as it is that our schools are way too stinking big yeah
2: and that's not even the big bigger one. or
0: too overcrowded both
2: that's not even because, one of
0: the biggest ones. No. I mean, like, if you have a small city like that, think about it. With 14, 18-year-olds, you can't possibly know everything going on in a timely manner. And the bigger our schools get and the more these issues will become an issue. And I feel like we should, even with high schools, be going back to much smaller schools that we can understand what's going on with all these kids. But, yeah, but I don't you're think still we're going to have, no matter even if you have the small school, <laughs> you're still going to have
1: one incident mm-hmm. every year. Five years versus
0: one every two. Like but your you percentage be closer are still. to it. So I will say, well, it's just, just a money thing too. Exactly. It really comes down to money mm-hmm. and what we're willing to put our money mm-hmm. in. Because the people who are handling more crisis situations will be closer to the kid. There won't be as many layers between the kids and everything like our counselors at our school they can't possibly help all these kids mm-hmm. and all their well, issues no, and
1: money i mean it's, our, our educators, educators an issue. have never been paid what
2: they're worth exactly. and their values so i would agree that's when well, you have to build more schools though you have, you have to yeah. build more schools you have yeah. five, uh-uh. five
0: principals. but if five you want to ask me what the one. solution yeah. is more than metal or anything out that that has always been just making a, is making a smaller making a smaller community then the variable kids. is just smaller yeah yeah but i don't think we'll ever be able to do that i don't think we will do that's
1: why some people are like Peace out. We're going to Gunner.
0: Bye. Right. We're mm-hmm. off to Aubrey.
1: See you later. Or private school. Or private they school. Have money to... Or charter schools. Yeah, charter or school, Private mm-hmm. school as a whole. Charter school is probably the way they ought to. Set of
2: issues. It, it does. does. I mean, it still has tons of bullying that takes place. Sure does. Sometimes the money creates... The money is the... uh-huh. kind of. It sounds like that's what's happened to this guy. He actually well, that's what I was had, thinking. like, nice clothes and was getting, sadly, bullied for, you know. Okay. So, yeah. So, back to how do we, how can we help our kids and how do we talk to our kids about whether it's bullying or harassment or, um, school shootings. Like what, what Mm -hmm. did we, what did you say to your kids yesterday afternoon? Hmm. That's a hard one. Go Christie. I didn't say anything to mine. I asked Will, (laughs) if you, if there's a shooting, like, what do you do? And he said, I break the, I break the leg off the desk or the chair. And then I stand at the door. (laughs) That says will okay. the warrior will okay. is all over I see well, that. see here's the that kicker: is that I
1: didn't. I don't really like. I feel like they see it, and if they see it, they'll ask questions or they'll say something about it. Hmm. But I don't like to bring up all that nasty stuff all the time. I know. Because then you feel like you're having to do it a lot. Right? I know. And then, then you're scared. And, don't and then I don't want it to then come back to their mind. Like they're pretty good about being like, I don't want to listen to this. I don't want to pay attention to it. I don't wanna be the one that's like, let me stir the pot or let me There's value in that too. I but mean But I know, but it I needs to be both. But yeah. Nobody I will, I, said a thing about it yesterday. So I actually one and we don't have the news on in the house. I would be intrigued to see if which of the three, I'm talking about the older three, actually knew it took place. See, I, that's
0: the question I would like my to. My question is, see, I think they all know, but I think it's such a part of fabric of what goes on yes. that yeah. they don't even They're think not about surprised. it anymore. That, I yeah. mean I, I think it's even And to me, that's even necessarily worse than having the, having the conversation. It's just such a, they are desensitized. That's a good word for it. I think it's just such a part of what they live with now, Mm -hmm. growing up in Mm -hmm. school and doing, um, they have to do drills all the time. Mm -hmm. And um, I just remember
1: when they started putting the fabric over the window. Like I remember going to school one time being like, why do we have fabric? Mm. Or there was a shooting too that took place. That Then in some of the classrooms, they set up a wall. Between In the elementary schools to where if you look through the window you, wouldn't, and you can't couldn't see. see so far mm-hmm. to the left or the right and then they would make like they put their bookshelf and that's where the kids wouldn't go and hide if there was a shooting. And I remember yep. thinking,
0: what, what is, happening is happening? Well, that's part of world? the that's part of the drills now as you turn off the lights. And you get into a corner of the room where they can't see into the room. Shut your window. And you, you know, exactly. And window some of them, the door.
1: The door window. Well, and I
0: think what's hard is that some classroom doors lock, some don't. So if your classroom door does not lock, somebody's supposed to, the teacher's supposed to sit under the door and or jam something on there so they can't open the door either. Now they have in. that metal thing. Remember they put the metal thing mm-hmm. in that allows it to lock or something? Because you have to make it to where kids can't lock themselves in your
2: room either. Mm-hmm. Will said they have a drill and that it was like a contest and the teacher's boarded their own door like barricaded their own door and whoever then there were policemen there for the drill and you kind of won if they couldn't get through your door oh that's so sad it's so sad but they made it like a, a game a game make it like a game we need some of that to the need the happy stuff when i when i heard about this i saw a friend walking uh, in the neighborhood and i said i guess you just heard about the shooting or whatever and she was like i'm watching snl videos on my phone <laughs> and i was
0: like that's better. It, <laughs> it is like, than the series. I I yeah, may,
2: maybe don't. Maybe finish that before you go home. And well, don't. and I think
0: in the end, so the answer of how do you talk to your kids mm-hmm. about it? I think it's we did really like, we did it. We, we avoided it <laughs> we because don't know. We, don't know. we don't know. We don't. I mean, every kid's different. Every kid's different. Some kid if they have anxiety, yeah, you don't be like, different. oh,
1: do you want to talk about this? But do I you think we have
0: established eight to nine out of ten kids do have anxiety, and I. This is, again, part of the fabric of what it means to live
1: Anxiety, though, I have a question. You, you yes. said that a couple of times, yes. which is great. But are they having anxiety over certain things? Or are you just saying
0: just all kids have – eight out of ten all have anxiety? Okay, so that's a good question. So the way they explained it to me, these counselors, and they were in agreement, by the way. There was like four or five of them, um, is that it is a um, – it will be a diagnosed – kind of condition of ongoing anxiety. Not just, I'm stressed because I have a test tomorrow. And so, in other words, some kids, one thing they're noticing too, is that kids nowadays, Gen Zers, you know, which is what our kids are in, in this age group, middle school, high school, college right now. And they have no problem talking about their mental health issues, their anxiety, their stress, their fear.
1: But some of them Um,
0: talk about it as though it's a badge on a. The issue they Mm -hmm. have, to Christy's point, that counselors are finding is that how do we talk to these kids, equip these kids so they can move forward from it and know there is a different existence possible than living with this all the time and carrying it to your point like it's their tribe. Mm -hmm. Like we're all suffering from this because now that becomes your identity. How do you move away from that? And so the issue they're having is more um, also not only, I mean, talk about it. Great. That's good. We want them to, but at the same time, how do you move forward, equipped for the next thing, mm-hmm. without? There's going to be something. There else. will be something else. Welcome to life, and that is life. Um, but <laughs> they can't seem to get away from just this overarching fear and anxiety in the ball of their stomach, in the, like a big knot in the pit of their stomach, you know. And um, so that's the struggle now. Is how to move from
2: that. Sometimes we tell our kids too, like a little bit of that is okay. Like you need a little bit
0: of that stress to like push you. Like if you see, if the whole, if you see a bear, you need to be scared enough to run. Right. Yeah. So don't like, don't
2: dismiss it and just be like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm stressed. I'm just perpetually stressed or whatever. Like use it to try to use it for some kind of good. But to your point, if it's all the time and you can't get, kind of like baby blues versus a depression Mm -hmm. or something. we can't get like past it.
1: There's a friend of ours Mm -hmm. that she, she struggles with anxiety and it's debilitating for her, Mm -hmm. but she sees it in her daughter. Who's fourth grade, who won't go to school, Mm -hmm. has this, the stomach issues. And that she's done an amazing job of going, that was me.
0: Mm. nobody told
1: me how to do life it was put on your big girl panties and go yeah and deal with it and she goes and I'm still dealing with it I've got coping mechanisms but she now is telling her fourth grade daughter look the day's going to be okay remember yesterday you had the same feeling and you came home from school and you were fine like she has to walk through Mm. all of that with her but I think you know what we need to equip our adults that are maybe somewhat more wired like me of put on your big girl panties or you'll be fine or Mm -hmm. whatever to say, Hey, if this is something that's happening all the time, you need to address it. Well,
0: we have people raising kids now to your point. Mm -hmm. That's a great point. Our, the way I was raised was you didn't talk about that (laughs) stuff. Mm -hmm. It wasn't conversation. My kids now coming, I mean, so much has changed as far as that conversation, mental health conversation Mm -hmm. over the last 20 years that we've got people raising kids who love to talk about mental health and the parents don't know how to talk about mental health because mm-hmm. they didn't grow up that way. So but part did, of it is equipping
1: mental them. health, anxiety. Gr- I mean, I don't remember. My, gra- oh, my great
0: grandmother, my
2: mom would say my her grandmother would um, just kind of stay at home, never came yeah. out of the house. They, you know, talk about being like bedridden. We used to always think of that mm. as being like sick. But now, you know, maybe they mm-hmm. were just depressed, depressed. Yeah. and they just couldn't get out of bed. Yeah.
0: I remember dealing with a lot of anxiety and fear, like, my whole life. Really? Um, I, like, I remember going to Young Life going, I'm never doing this again. And Young Life back th- Like, then, every
1: week you would go and be like, I'm I not doing a, this again.
0: I went a couple of times in a row, and then I just wouldn't go anymore. I was like, because I'm done. people? Yeah, like, because social social of how big it went. Social mm-hmm. anxiety. Okay. And so, which, if you know me now, I'm like ha that's fun come on come come on on." party all the time and so but i mean that was a real issue for me growing up and so i think of just even our kids now like if you look at our youth groups you know here at church they look like a big young life (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. that would have been so hard for me but my church was much smaller it Mm -hmm. did was not Mm -hmm. like that and um so i loved it it was a happy place for me um I remember my first pep rally coming over here my junior year because I had grown up overseas, had never done a pep rally before. And I thought I was going to throw up. Mm. I mean, Were in the in middle DeSoto of that, or I was in DeSoto. Oh, yeah. back but, in the I mean, day, it was cute back huge. in the day. We mm-hmm. went, I mean, it was loud. It was mm. crazy. I had, I mean, I, my hands just sweat now thinking about what that felt like for me back then because it was such a culture change. Mm-hmm. So I think there was huge anxiety, um, and I, I stood out. I was that kid when we came back. I did not know how to interact with Americans over here. It was very, very hard. So I think about that with kids who are always fish out of water. And everybody needs a friend. Yeah, you just want like that
2: kid to have a friend. A friend. Yes. Just I one, even if it's yeah, one person, can help you navigate through you know, as long as you don't put them on a pedestal. So and, what do you do you know. if you're
0: a parent and your kid's coming home saying, I don't have any friends? Wait, why did you or say? it's a boyfriend. Wait, or,
2: why did you say? I just, I'm like, everybody's human. And so I just don't want my kids to be like, you know, this a is pedestal. my, you know yes. what I mean? Like, uh, you're my person. <laughs> or, or it's a, it becomes a boyfriend, boyfriend. or a girlfriend and then, yep. you know, I and then it's that. just you two and you're separating yourselves. But From anyway, everybody else. Right. Yeah. Yes. No, that but makes just sense. to have somebody with you, like walking through a, mm-hmm. a pep rally with or young life you had one mm-hmm. friend with you walking through young mm-hmm. life it makes it a lot less you know scary looking absolutely than if you're just by yourself but mm-hmm. th- again that's normal for adults so i like well, to have a friend too when i walk in absolutely. somewhere mm-hmm. if i walk
1: in by truth. myself to like a even a gym i'll sit in that first row first seat because i'm not gonna walk in front of everybody People. Where my husband would be like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm walking down the edge. I'm waving. Woo-hoo. And I'm like, I'll be right here by the door. Thank you very much.
0: You left me behind.
2: That is so funny. we we'll love on so your kids. So still
0: didn't answer the question well, though. I okay, think we'll go all back kids to to the are different. Let's answer Questions. the question. Well, I think it ends up being, two, it was twofold. Like if you're a parent and number one, your kid is saying, hey, people are picking on me at school or I'm being bullied or I'm hurt. I hurt all the time. Or number two, your kids coming home going, I have no friends. People are hurt, you know, isolation, whatever. What's our response? What do you do? Yeah. do You just pick up your phone and be like, I don't know, figure
2: it out. And I think, I mean, is that what we say I to our kid? Know. Figure it out. <laughs> I just think we are also <laughs> adults are checking out. Also, you know, adults yeah, have this same you're being facetious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm just it. kidding. But the adults still have like a you you figure it out. I figured it out and you figure it out, you know, and and we have our phones and we have other things going on, too. And so I think it's easy for for us to to not listen. So and it ta- it, it takes work for us to. OK, I'm going to stop what I'm doing and I'm going to hear you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to listen to you. And you've got other kids trying to get your attention to yeah. so sometimes it's you, we have to really carve out yep. some space and, and is it painful to
0: hear your kids talk like that a lot mm-hmm. when they're explaining yes. their pain mm-hmm. to you and then so it's not only that but you have to endure the pain with them Yeah, you can't, and you, you can't, can't fix, fix it, it. Mm-hmm. and so sometimes it's just listening right being but that's there. how but some people do try to fix it and sometimes it works by being like well
1: great we're going to move schools Yeah, that's what I think. Sometimes there is a big fix. Yeah, sometimes there can be. And sometimes Mm -hmm. you're also running away from it. So Mm -hmm. you do have to give it the good old college try as a parent to say, let's talk to the counselor. Let's get the principal or the assistant principal involved. Great value
2: in talking one-on-one with them.
1: Yeah, talking. How about that? I mean, to your point, where you can't check out. So just engage in the conversation Mm -hmm. with them and their teachers and go there where you're probably going to feel a little uncomfortable. Like you're yeah. for people that don't like to meddle or ask questions, that's going to be
2: uncomfortable. But do it for your kids. Yeah, and you don't have time for it, so you Side have to something. just kind of know that going yeah. into it. I don't have time for this. I don't I've got have time other for things this. that that's are right. more pressing, but I'm but
1: I'm putting I need to them do aside this. anyway. But what mm-hmm. if this is something hard that the Lord has put? In your kid's path for you two to go together. And mm-hmm. it's a way to go through and to find God in the whole situation. Because yep. there will be something. But you're praying about it, too. You're not yeah. just going into these conversations. You're saying, let's pray about it. Yeah. A kid is bullying you. We're going to pray about it. And it's that initial response of, let's give it to the Lord. Let's pray about it. Mm-hmm. And then let's do it every single day. And sometimes we have to pray two or three times And you're praying for that bully and
2: his family, you're too. You're praying for the bully.
1: And you're praying for the fa- Yes. Because he's got some you've issues. You've got to cover that in prayer first. Before you can even be equipped as a mom or dad to have a conversation. I think that maybe that's why we're like, well, I don't know what I would say. Because half the time when I don't know what to say, the Lord gives, it, gives us words. That's right. And that's when you're like, okay, great. I don't I don't think I would have ever come up with that. So thank you, Holy Spirit, for those words.
0: And then, so I think that's really good point. Praying about it, covering it in prayer. Listening, mm-hmm. and spending time, like mm-hmm. to Laura's point. I guess I would add to just not trying to convince them. That there's nothing wrong. Yes. Yeah, that's do that. huge. It's so real so, to them and, and so big. And it is. And I think in our world sometimes it's easier if we just convince them that things are fine. Um, but that means we're talking too much oftentimes. And it means we're trying to convince them that what they're feeling isn't real. Mm -hmm. And that's very hurtful. They will stop coming to us eventually. You mean talking too much and the parents talking too much and not listening. Yes. 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 And so let the small potatoes, you don't need to worry about that. It's Or, you know, I think Mm -hmm. this will too shall pass. It's just kids Mm -hmm. being kids and just wait a bit. It'll be, which in your mind, some of that may be true. Mm -hmm. But for them right now, it feels life altering and life changing. Mm -hmm. And they just need you to listen Mm -hmm. as part of it. And if you can't
1: listen... As a parent, hire someone
0: mm-hmm. to listen mm-hmm. to your kid. And to teach mm-hmm. you how to listen. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't mean you can't learn. Yes. It just means you're not good at that's it right, right now. Back to you can do hard things. You can do hard things. You can things. do it. And you, you can, can change. Can. Mm-hmm. And you can change. You can change. That's right. If
1: you're willing.
0: Yes. And the yeah. Lord will
1: change your heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's part of it, too.
0: Yeah. And it's going to be But gonna your kid's going to go
1: through this. It's going to mm-hmm. be painful. And there's going to be suffering. Mm-hmm. But you have to think their kid's going to come out. You would hope and pray that they come out stronger and a better person. Mm -hmm. And they love the Lord a little bit deeper because you have to go. He got you through all that. Like Mm -hmm. there was no counselor. There was mom and dad did as much as we could. But that was all God.
0: And I think, too, telling one thing we've said a lot in our house is this is today. Mm -hmm. You know, the Lord's made it. This is today. This is what you have today. You're not stuck anywhere. There are options always. This is what we're doing right now, but we do have choices and we want, you to know, you're behind you. We're going to work with you as much as we can where you are. But I think that's the other thing is you're not trapped. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think people, yes they they respond so aggressively and because they feel trapped. This is the only option we have. Um, you're not trapped. Mm-hmm. If we need to we'll take you out of the school eventually if we need to we'll move different places if we need to we'll uh, but right now we don't need to do that we're doing this first we're going to walk with you through For, this
2: yeah and and it is seasons life has okay. seasons and mm-hmm. when we're when this season has come to a close or calmed down we're going to also know better on how to help others yeah. and that
0: will happen too mm-hmm. yeah and when, you're going to
1: feel trapped if you do it by yourself
0: that is a great point too right? like when yes. you're isolated when you're trapped. isolated you feel trapped
1: mm-hmm. but both as a individual kid And even as a family. I would Mm -hmm. say that's true, too. Right. Don't you remember like having little people or your little people being little and as a mom with little kids and being like, there's got to be more here or I'm not doing this right. And the more you shared your struggle, Mm -hmm. the more you gained more insight, more knowledge, and you felt encouraged and I'm not the only one. That's right. Oh, my gosh. They did this. I would have never thought to do that. I'm going to make sure I mention Mm -hmm. that to that friend more because I like what she said. And so asking your village to help you. Yeah. Yeah. Have better insight or open your eyes to different ways of doing things.
0: Community. Yes. Yeah, yes. That's absolutely. a really good point, too. So all around with that, I think that's good equipping. And then the, use your community where you're at. Don't stay isolated alone as a parent and then get help with, for your for And your we kid. obviously
2: need it and want it. Otherwise, when someone did bully us, it wouldn't affect us as much. That's true, so too. we
0: That just shows that we need each other. And it shows that we're, I mean, words do hurt. Mm-hmm. They just do. You can't change that. I just was telling a friend the other day, a friend, another friend, I said, I still can't
1: get over what she said. And I am 45 years old. Maybe 46. And this was how long ago? Six months ago. Okay. Somebody said something and I was like... Was me like that oh. was hurtful, and I still am like, oh, why can't I get over it? Hey, it
0: wasn't me, right? <clears throat> Maybe tell will about it later. <laughs> oh my gosh, like, it might be me. <laughs> I'm like thinking in my head, oh no, She's no, I Brought it up. It was either one of you, so you're
2: fine. <laughs> I said a cuss word, but I just yeah, you said. Like, like, oh my gosh, please. <laughs>
0: but isn't it funny though? Like even words still yeah. as grown adults they still kind of hurt you. They at times do. you're not wrong. And mm-hmm. They're that crippling. That's true. You have to watch your words. Oh my goodness. Well, on that note, y'all, Watch everybody's word, fine here. <laughs> Love on your childrens. <laughs> Love uh-huh. on your childrens. Care, but this is a hard, hard world. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jesus has equipped us, and our hope is, as Christy often says, our hope is somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. Yeah, <laughs> right. He gives it's us just else. enough fun stuff, and then there's
2: just enough yeah. sadness that you're like, "This is not home." That's right. There's thank humbly, you, Lord. Mm-hmm. This is not home. Yeah. Yes. Our thank hope you for is in making humanity. it beautiful. And yes, as yeah. I'm looking at a brick wall, but If it was mountains, but there's the sun. You can see a sun coming on the other side of the wall. I
0: I see his creation in front of me. Mm -hmm.
1: Keep your eyes up. That's true. Keep your eyes up.
0: Yes, there is hope. So even when, I guess that's the other thing too, we talk about the trends and truths today. The trends may be, like Mm -hmm. Laura brought, that we have horrible things like lockdowns and school shootings. The truth is um, our hope is somewhere else. So the devastation of today does not have to paralyze us. Our, hope, um, is our hope is in Jesus. Yes, is in Jesus. This was a conversation, deep, not always fun, mm. but sometimes fun. It's good. But <laughs> it was hope. filled with hope, <laughs> um, but also just reality, too. Oh, sometimes yeah. you have to face the reality mm. of where we are. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but good conversation thank Mm -hmm. you laura for joining us thank you for having me we are glad you guys were listening whether you are in dublin or you are in africa or you are in mexico or you are in canada (laughs) or you're in california we love you all and thanks for listening and joining us today and until next time this is noisy narratives out bye everybody peace
1: watch what happens now